you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Friday, February 24th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest, the pride of the Titans, the Cal State Fullerton Titans. He's the pride of the wrestling world for his encyclopedic knowledge of the sport. He's the pride of the Angels because he actually convinced his daughter to be an Angels fan. That's called bad parenting, by the way. And he's the pride of the Bears because he knows so much about the Bears. You'd think his last name was McCaskey or Hallis or Rogers. How dare you? That's called a burn. He's the phenom of fantasy football, the purveyor of NFL hot sauce. First name Adam, last name Rank. Welcome back to the pod, good sir. Thank you so much for having me. Once again, super excited that David Carr wanted to take a Friday off, so they allowed me to come in here and be a part of this. Our loss is our loss. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and on today's episode, we're prepping you for the Combine, the NFL Scouting Combine presented by Noble, where a dream that starts small can get big, Adam, and a name that's unknown can become the future. Next is here. I love that tagline. The 2023 NFL Combine, March 2nd through the 5th on NFL Network and NFL Plus. Today's scouting combine prep course is being conducted by our in-house scout and draft expert, Daniel Jeremiah, who delivers on my promise of yesterday with combine players to watch. These are names you need to know. Take note. DJ also maintains that the Wafy Wizard, the six foot in heels, 194 pounds in what clothes. Bryce Young is the best quarterback in the draft. Why is that? What makes Bryce Young so special? And mm. is he so special that Adam Rank's Bears would use that first pick in the draft to call his name and trade away Justin Fields in the process? It's a lot to process. Adam Rank will assume the role of Bears GM and map out the perfect future 
for his long-suffering second city. We will also check in with the HBCU Legacy Bowl, which will air on NFL Network and NFL Plus on Saturday, and we'll prioritize an off-season plan for the Dallas Cowboys. But first, this. Come in with your standards, but you're not coming in indicting anyone else's. You're just coming in with, this, this is how we're going to teach. This is how we're going to meet. This is how we're going to practice. There is an element of discipline, and there is an element uh, of toughness. And look, it's not for everyone. Broncos new head coach Sean Payton back at the beginning of this month responding to questions about Russell Wilson's personal office and staff. Payton's response, our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that's it, seemed to clear that right up. Except it didn't. In fact, the muddy waters in Mile High got stomped yet again with even muddier boots after The Athletic dropped a report early today that Russell Wilson approached Seahawks ownership in February of 2022 and asked for both Pete Carroll and general manager John Schneider to be fired. The report also claims former Saints and now Broncos head coach Sean Payton was Wilson's preferred replacement. He was the guy that Wilson had, quote, in mind. Now, to this point, the Seattle organization has declined to comment, unsurprisingly, probably very wise. But it certainly raises questions about a franchise quarterback's role, specifically this franchise quarterback's role and his ability to affect change, his desire to affect change, or maybe let's call it what it is, his ability and desire to stir up some serious blank. So let's get a ruling on the ruling from Sean Payton, who again will bar Russell Wilson's retinue from the Broncos locker room. I have three questions. One, was this the right decision? Two, why was it necessary? And three, Does Sean Payton's decision threaten the future of his relationship with Russell Wilson? For answers, let's toss it over to the TA set. Now Russ, taken to social media and had this response saying, I love Pete and he was a father figure to me and John believed in me and drafted me as well. I never wanted them fired. All any of us wanted to do was win. I'll always respect I'll always have respect for them and love for Seattle. Just for clarification purposes, we also reached out to the Seahawks for comment, but they have not responded as of yet. Lot to unpack here. What do you make of this entire situation, Scott? Well, I I don't want to go backwards and talk about the Seattle situation so much because that doesn't really matter. What's been more interesting to me has been what's going on in Denver. And, you know, in my career, I I married into several situations like this where there was either a great deal of entitlement or perceived entitlement for a quarterback, for players. And that is not conducive for winning. As we know, Sean Payton has gone in there and said, hey, no quarterback guru, no special meeting room, no office in the place. Those things are really important because if you remember where Sean Payton comes from, he comes from the Bill Parcells tree. And Parcells was always about there's no entitlement for anyone. And even when Sean had Drew, he treated Drew maybe a little bit better than most But he was not special and above all the law. So to me, what's really interesting in this whole situation, though, is there's a fresh start. There's a new start. Things aren't going to be done the way that Russell wanted them done. They're going to be done Sean Payton's way. This is Sean Payton's football team, not Russell Wilson's football team. And, Scott, I actually think this thing's going to work in Denver uh, with Sean Payton and with Russell Wilson. I think you, you mentioned it and you said it beautifully. To me, it's expectations. What are your expectations going in? Well, Russell had expectations when he got to Denver that he was going to have all these special, you know, Russell uh, Russell love situations set up in terms of all the things you just mentioned. Well, that's all been taken off the table right now with Sean Payton. And if he's looking for somebody 
to help him in this transition as things are going to change there. He's in San Diego in the offseason. Drew Brees is in San Diego in the offseason. They know each other. They get along really well. Drew can tell him exactly what he signed up for and what he's getting into here with Sean Payton. I think the expectations are going to be there, and I think this marriage is actually going to work. Yeah, Russell Wilson was like the lead guitarist who's already trying out lead singers. They're like, bro, you're not the guy fronting the band. Let's get him out of here. So he went out and he started his own thing, and it didn't work. They won five games. Mm. So I think it's pretty apparent that whatever Russell Wilson was trying to do last season did not work. Now this is why you bring in a a guy like Sean Payton to lay down the law, to let him know how it's going to be. What's interesting to me, though, is this is what was is exactly what Russell Wilson signed up for. He does not have that right now. So you wonder, was it the former head coach that gave him that degree of entitlement? Was it the front office that gave it to him? Was it the ownership? Is Russell Wilson going to be okay with the way things are going to go down moving forward? Yeah. Well, Well, I mean, he's, you know, he didn't leave teams in college or anything, so I'm sure he'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, everyone at this point leaves their college the way it feels like. That was before it was cool. Yeah. Uh, By the way, just for context here, because you mentioned some of the entitlement stuff and and what he was allowed to do. Sean Payton did address some of that stuff in his press conference, to your point, Scott, about having his own, you know, uh, office and, and some of the intricacies that came with this move to Denver. But keep in mind here, here's a reminder of what the teams actually swapped, the Seahawks and Broncos, Mm. in that trade. When you include, which is not here, what New Orleans uh, is getting for Sean Payton, the total compensation, three first-round picks, three seconds, a fifth, and three players, that leaves Denver with zero picks in the first two Mm. rounds of this year's draft. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, CJ. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant 
just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with a question that only a Cowboys fan could love. What are the offseason priorities for the team from Dallas? I believe they wear silver and blue, if I recall. Our resident general manager, the five-time NFL executive of the year, the three-time Super Bowl champion, Scott Pioli, the architect of the Patriot Way, has answers. To start with, I think their top priority they took care of already, and that was securing Dan Quinn as their defensive coordinator. That is a big, big move. But when you look at this team, you look at their offense, you know, their offensive line is not the same offensive line that it was a couple years ago. But to me, that impacts the running game. Tony Pollard is coming off a big injury. He's a free agent. They don't know what they have with Tony Pollard. And let's just face it, Ezekiel Elliott is not the same back that he was a number of years ago. He's gone to being what is probably an above-average NFL running back. And to me, when you look at his cap number that our Cynthia Freeland talked about in a great article the other day, he's at $16.7 million of their cap. The running back situation needs to get straightened out. It needs to get figured out. To me, that's where the biggest priority is at this point right now. Meanwhile, there are some questions including some of those offensive players, guys that are free agents, certainly an impressive list, some buzz about Dalton Schultz. We've kept hearing DJ's actually been leading the charge on this conversation about how good this draft class is at the tight end spot. Maybe that's an answer for him, but there's a lot of priorities here. I don't know how you prioritize, but DJ, I ask you, what's step number one here for Jerry Jones as he looks at some of these free agents? Well, he's got a head coach that's taken over the offense, and usually when that happens – you get another weapon to play with. And when you look at free agency, just mentioned Dalton Schultz. To me, another playmaker. I would love that for this offense. I know the numbers were great last year. Dak turned it over a bunch. I think somebody that can get him some easy completions on the outside to complement what they have there in CeeDee Lamb would make some sense. And I also think corner uh, corner is an area they can go in, uh, just be a little bit more sure on the back end and try and shore that spot up. I think those are two areas I'd address. We interrupt this podcast for a reminder that the NFL Network coverage of free agency and, of course, the frenzy that always comes paired with it begins Sunday, March 12th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on NFL Network. What will the biggest moves of free agency be? Will the aforementioned Cowboys be active? Adam Rank has a few predictions in the form of NFL free agency hot sauce. Spice it up a little bit. I want it. There it is. These are four players and four destinations with varying degrees of spice. And we will start with the mild but flavorful. And that is Derek Carr going and joining the Saints in New Orleans in a move that makes way too much sense for me. He has got a history with Dennis Allen. He has got an opportunity this season to go win the NFC South. They're creating cap space for you. And I know a lot of you will be like, what about the Jets? What about the Jets? Yeah, what about them? They are flirting with Aaron Rodgers. And that's like every girl in Bayside knew that Zach Morris wanted to go to the prom with Kelly Kapowski. Don't settle for it. Don't be his sloppy seconds. Derek, go take control of the New Orleans Saints. All right. Let's get, let's get spicy. Levante David, it is time for you to move. 
Okay, it's time for you to go out to Las Vegas. Congratulations on your Super Bowl title, but that window has closed in Tampa Bay. It is time to start a new chapter in Las Vegas. And listen, Raiders, I don't completely know what you're doing. You don't have a quarterback. You have a lot of problems on defense, though. You have not stopped anybody. Well, except for that one play against the Patriots. I'll get to that in a moment. But David, as the guy to control the middle for the team in Las Vegas, makes way too much sense. And speaking of Jacoby Myers, let's go three alarm. Jacoby Myers, why don't you head to Detroit? Yes, the Detroit Lions. I will tell you this. Outside of the Kansas City Chiefs, there is no team that had a better ending to their season. Think about the Lions. You ended the playoff aspirations of the Green Bay Packers. You might have retired Aaron Rodgers. You won your final game. That's as close as Detroit has ever been to winning a Super Bowl. So go out there, spend some of that money, bring in Jacoby Myers. Throw it, Puma. I'm not afraid of you. Throw it. Throw the ball to Jacoby Myers. You get a, a receiving room with him and Amon Ross St. Brown, Jamison Williams. This team could go out there and score a ton of points, and you're going to need it with that defense. Finally, let's get El Diablo. El Diablo. Lamar Jackson to Atlanta. Whoa. That's right, Lamar. They don't want you in Baltimore. If you haven't noticed, they gave a lot of money to an off-the-ball linebacker, but you, they won't even give you incentives. And you were a former MVP of this league. What I need you to do is go down to Atlanta, and I got to admit, this is a little selfish of me, because in my Dynasty Fantasy League, Oh, here it is. I've got Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Can you throw the ball to the tight end? Because Marcus Mariota refused to do it. I know, given your history, that you can do it. So, Lamar, pack your bags, head down to Atlanta, and let's roll. And that is the hot sauce. Okay, y'all, I promised you a scouting combine prep course yesterday, and here it is from the professor of advanced NFL prospecting, Daniel Jeremiah. Now, guys, do yourself a favor and go check out DJ's latest mock draft. That's his 2.0 mock draft at NFL.com backslash mock drafts. But for now, here he is with a few players to watch. DJ, the mic is yours. DJ, I will start with you. Give me some players that you can't wait to see. Well, there's a bunch of them. It's a great tight end group, and I think when you look at the testing, Luke Musgrave from Oregon State, he's going to be right at the top of the list. He's going to be six foot six, 250 plus pounds. He's probably going to run in low four fives. Just a, a freaky athlete there in the Pac-12. Only played two games this year, um, but I still think he has a chance to go in the first round. And I'll give you another one uh, in Cedric Tillman, a wide receiver from Tennessee. That offense was a track meet all year long with Hendon Hooker throwing the ball around. Uh, Jalen Hyatt gets a lot of the attention. He's a blazer. He can really fly. But I think you're going to see Tillman come in. He's going to be big. He's going to be physical. He's going to run really well. Yeah, I know, DJ, you were impressed by Musgrave at the Senior Bowl. I saw the first two games of the season where he was healthy for Oregon State. Some of the grabs that he had were jaw-dropping. It's going to be awesome to see him on Sundays. You got some defensive guys for him, Scott? Yeah, the first defensive guy that I want to talk about is Isaiah Foskey out of Notre Dame. Got a chance to watch him. Here's a player who had slow starts each of the last two years, but at the end of the season, he was tearing it up. You know, he tied for the FBS lead, no, check that, sixth in FBS in in terms of sacks. But here's a guy, again, I got to know him a little bit better doing some consulting work with Notre Dame, got to know him, his father. This kid 
is the kind of guy that you want on your football team. He's going to be a leader. He's going to hold the locker room together. He's going to hold people accountable. Tremendous young man who earlier in his career had four blocked kicks. So he's willing to do anything and everything. He has some edge rush ability. He can hold the point of attack. Heavy, heavy hands. Terrific player and a good young man. Yeah, last couple of days or so, another Isaiah's name has popped up. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I love my Isaiah's. Yeah. I love my Isaiah's. You know, I was at the East West and got to spend some time with Isaiah Land out of Florida A&M University, who was the Buck Buchanan 1AA, or as you guys now call it, the FCS Player of the Year. And to me, this guy, two-time All-American, tremendous on the edge, but at the East West, he actually lined up at inside linebacker. So you saw the position flexibility potential. People are worried about his weight, his bulk, whether or not he can do it. If he plays a little bit inside, he may be able to do that. But the thing is, he's a very, very smart young man. So that position flexibility and the ability on special teams, love Isaiah Landon. Yeah. Can't wait to see where he goes. Hey guys, we just had some we had some breaking news just a minute ago. I got some more breaking news. It's just come in on my phone. It comes via a text from my mother who thinks that Rank has had too much caffeine. Uh, that's what that's what my mom has uh, has texted me. So that's fair. get that out there. That's fair. Did I have eight diet Pepsi before the show? I did. Doesn't that's make you a bad guy. <laughs> I gotta get ready for the show. Guy. Pounding I'm, them before we got out here. So, but you know, look, that's how you bring the hot sauce to life. I'm sorry that I was out here entertaining the masses. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I apologize to you. And guess what? I'm not cutting down my caffeine intake. In fact, I'm going to have an espresso after the show for the drive home. And I'm going to sit there. You know why? Because I'm going to go out and I'm going to watch some tape of Rasheed Rice yes. from SMU. Good I'm starting to look well at done. some of these uh, second second round wide receivers. We saw last year, you know, a number of these guys, uh, Christian uh, Christian Watson and, of course, George Pickens come out. I, I've been watching some SMU games. This guy was their entire offense. It was an explosive player, and he's got an opportunity to go in right now and contribute. We see more and more, you know, as you know, it used to be a thing where wide receivers took so long to transition to the NFL level, but we've seen these guys take off, and that's a guy that I'm looking for in the second round, and selfishly, again, as a Bears fan, Maybe that's what we use one of those picks on. This is NFL Total Access, the podcast. And on Saturday, only on NFL Network and NFL Plus, watch the only game exclusively for draft-eligible players from historically black colleges and universities. It's the second annual HBCU Legacy Bowl live from New Orleans. Again, that is Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. And our Sherry Burris and Bucky Brooks have been hanging out at practice all week Guys, take it away. Well, the job fair wrapping up here from the HBCU Legacy Bowl. The team's getting ready final walkthroughs today. They were here at the career fair earlier. There were 1,500 total participants, 100 employers, 12 of them NFL teams. Let's hear what some of the guys had to say about their experience here. Well, you need to be successful on the field as well, off the field. So, if, like you said, if on the field doesn't work, you have all these um, companies and uh, corporate businesses and stuff that, you know, you can go around, put your name out there, and, you know, it's all about, you know, referrals and connections, so just making connections with people. The mindset, just don't want to close any doors because you never know where your next opportunity will come from, you know what I'm saying? If things might not work out, go as planned, so you just don't want to close any doors. So clearly they're enjoying not just the football side of it, Bucky. What opportunities does it present that they do get to focus on life after football? 
Well, I think it's great because this has been the biggest job interview that they've been on. Throughout the week, they've been interviewing for teams, trying to let the teams know if they're good enough to play in the National Football League. But this is something else. This prepares them for their life's work after football is done. It's a terrific opportunity by the HBCU Legacy Bowl to have a career fair as a part of the event. They've had a really busy week, so getting a good night's sleep is important for that bowl game coming up tomorrow. Over the course of the week, who really stood out to you that you're excited to watch play? Well, look, I, I've talked over and over again about Xavier Smith from Florida A&M, Joshua Pryor from Bowie State. But let's talk about some other guys. Jordan Lewis from Southern University, an outstanding pass rusher off the edge. He will have an opportunity. You want to make sure that you keep an eye on him. And then talking about Andrew Farmer is another defensive player that you want to keep an eye on. I have a feeling that this might be a defensive game <laughs> based on how we saw some of the things take place in practice. Well, we're excited to see. We're also going to have to get a good night's sleep. We will see you on that broadcast. Be sure to catch the HBCU Legacy Bowl here on NFL Network. You actually spent some time this week in New yeah. Orleans, so who are some of those players we should keep an eye out for? Uh, primarily, to me, offensively, yeah. I want to see Xavier Smith, who had a terrific HBCU combine workout the other day. Played wide receiver at Florida A&M University, had great production, is also a kick return. As we talked about George Telefero's position flexibility, this guy's got it. Maybe not seven positions, but he's got some of it. And I tell you, this week at the Combine, he caught the ball really well, used his hands really well. Good interviews showed that he's going to be able to have some position flexibility. But the most important thing, Yammer, he ran a 4-4-40, and it was a legit 4-4-40. On what didn't feel like a very fast track, he was moving. A little bit of a burner. I'll take that. You know, I was watching some of our coverage. I heard some of your analysis. Mm -hmm. There was one number and a stat that you threw out there, and I did a double take at the screen. I said, is that for real? Sometimes you go through the rosters, you look at some of the statistics, and one guy in particular really stands out on the defensive side. Yeah, Josh Pryor, defensive lineman, I'm going to call him, from Bowie State in Maryland. And Josh Pryor started off playing on the inside. Then he moved to the outside. So he's got the position flexibility to play both positions. He was about 20 to 30 pounds heavier when he played inside. They've moved him back outside. And again, Yammer, he had 76 career tackles for loss, 36 career sacks. I don't care what division you're playing in. I don't care what league you're playing in. If you're putting up numbers like you don't just roll out of bed and put up stats like that. To me, he showed some things in the combine that also made me go back and look at the tape to see what those numbers are. Very, very interesting prospect to me. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Okay, Adam Rank, you have waited impatiently long enough. I love your love for your bears, full disclosure. I really do. We <clears> tease <throat> you about it, but such is the nature of our business. The fact is I get a lot of teasing from my commander's fandom. Ooh. It's less publicized, but right. every bit is real. Listen, um, you got to go out there and you got to own it. Yeah, Because I do. feel like, you know, over the last 10, 15 years, ever since Bill Simmons, I guess, was the guy who, regardless of how you feel about him, but he was very prominent in his unabashed, even with his love of Boston sports. Yes, he was. And I think like a lot of people grow up rooting for a team. Robert, Robert Flores grew up in Houston. He might favor the Astros. I do not enjoy the MLB network any less because of that. In fact, I like it more and I will rub it in his face when the Angels finally beat the Astros. I love that. So that's your turn to tease. All of our teasing turns to fascination, certainly now, now that your bears are the keepers of the number one pick in the draft. Round one, of course, listeners, starts April 27th from the home of the champs, Kansas City, Missouri, KCMO. Uh, Bears general manager Ryan Poles has been gracious enough to allow Adam Rank to sit in his seat for a moment, this very moment, to wear his hat, and more importantly, to shoulder his burden, this great responsibility to be the general manager and map out the perfect future for this franchise, a future wise enough to launch them from three wins this past season to playoff wins in the days to come. Do you believe that's possible, Adam? It's never happened. It certainly didn't happen this season with the Jacksonville. Oh, wait, it, it oh, can right. happen. Yeah, hold on a second. It does and it can. It can happen. Are you ready? I'm ready. You ready to get to work? Oh, I'm, I've been waiting for this. Okay, general manager of the Chicago Bears, Adam Rank, where do you begin? Is it with the number one pick in April's draft or is there work to do ahead of time? The mic is yours. The future is yours. Map it out for us. The first question you have to ask yourself, is Justin Fields your quarterback? And at least for this season, Justin Fields is my quarterback. I want to see him with a team that is built around him, that is built to his strengths. And I know a lot of people will look at this and say, why are you building around a quarterback for a team that won just three games this year? Which is a fair assessment, but then Zach Wilson won five games. So do you think Zach Wilson's a better quarterback 
because he won more games? No, absolutely not. The only reason the Bears were competitive in a lot of those contests last year was because of Justin Fields. And it was his leadership going around the room, apologizing to his defensive teammates for letting them down to the point where they had to stop him. They said, don't do not do that, Justin. It is our fault as much as it is yours. We will work on this together. So I am of the belief that Justin Fields will be a good to great NFL quarterback. He's going to be a great NFL quarterback. All right, let me interrupt you there and remind the listener what Justin Fields accomplished this season on the field. Uh, 15 games, 15 starts, of course. Uh, he had a 60.4% completion percentage, a uh, percent twice there, forgive the redundancy, uh, 2,250 yards, 17 touchdowns, 11 picks. Not great numbers, but serviceable numbers in the NFL. 55 sacks, most in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Now, rushing. The rushing numbers are, they're almost gaudy. Mind-boggling. 160 attempts on the ground, 1,143 yards, eight touchdowns, an average per rush of 7.1 yards, best in the NFL. His rushing numbers alone would have put him in consideration for a Pro Bowl spot as a running back. Right. A lot of people, Adam, look at those numbers and would say, okay, we understand your fandom. We understand that you like the kid, but consider that he was able to do all of that, and yet the team still only won three games. So Justin Fields, at a very prolific level, isn't good enough to get this team over the hump. What do you say to people who say that? We need to surround him with better talent. We need to get him players to help him elevate his game. As great as he is at running the football, believe it or not, not a running quarterback. Look back at his statistics and tape at Ohio State. He is a classic drop-back quarterback that just can also run the football. It's kind of like the Timberlake effect. Justin Timberlake, the actor, <laughs> Where are you is awesome. This? But he can also sing. Zac Efron, the actor, amazing but can also sing. It is the Hugh Jackman. Do I, do I need to go on? He's multifaceted, but what he trades in is as a passing quarterback. And if you give him the opportunity, if you get him receivers that get open, if you give him time to throw the football, he will brutalize teams throwing the ball as much as he does rushing. And when everything starts to come together, we're going to have a quarterback that's going to be nearly unstoppable. I'm still, I can't get over the fact that you call Justin Timberlake an actor who happens to sing. I should have started. Who are you and what I have you have done started, with the truth? I, well, listen, maybe if I was a little bit older and I remembered whatever boy band he was in, but <laughs> oh, I don't. God. I don't go back that far. My wife just exhaled and walked out of the room. So I apologize. <laughs> My bad. I guess he was in a boy band, was yeah. he? Yeah, you was guess. Was it Backstreet Boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Insync. excuse okay. me. Insync. Okay. okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, you need to surround him. Your assertion is that you need to surround Justin yes. Fields. He is your quarterback, and you need to surround him with better players. You are the general manager for a day only, so go on, GM. Get to work. How are you going to do what you say you need to do? What's well, step one? Part of it is addressing the team in free agency. No team in the NFL has more cap space than the Chicago Bears. There needs to be a willingness to spend it, I think is a big thing. But for everything that we see out of the Chicago Bears, for the way that this franchise is moving, you look at it a couple of years ago. They were a family-run organization that didn't spend a lot of money. But ever since Ryan Poles has become the general manager, and they brought in Thomas Warren to be the president, a guy who helped shepherd a new stadium in Minnesota. What we're seeing out of the Chicago Bears is a franchise that's now stepping into modern football. They have an assistant general manager, Ian Which Cunningham. they never had they never under had. Ryan Pace, and he wanted that. You told he me that earlier that. today. That was like Ryan Pace walked so Ryan Poles can run. And these were a lot of changes that he wanted to make a number of years ago. 
that we're starting to see now. We're starting to see a team that's bought its own land to develop a stadium to bring in additional revenue sources that they're going to pour back into this football team. The the lineage of George Hallis is not going to be one that just wants to sit here and make money. It's going to be one that wants to win championships. And having won Super Bowl, the Bears are second in the NFL with nine NFL titles, but only one Super Bowl. That is something that the family wants to change and will change. And they're starting to take the necessary steps. So it's my belief that they're going to be spending in free agency now it's not necessarily the most star-studded class. Well, let's look but there at is the let's, out yeah. There. Let's look at the available uh, free agents specific to areas of need, as I understand it, and then you correct me as I go. As I understand it, as I see it, you certainly need help at the O-line position. You need help on the outside. You need weapons on the outside. On the other side of the ball, you need help at linebacker. You could use some help at the edge rushing position, and you might even need a little help on the backside. That's a big ask. Yep. But let's look at the available. Free agents. Derek Carr, you're not interested in. No. You've got your quarterback. How about left tackle Orlando Brown Jr.? How about Robert Woods? How about Taylor Lewan? How about Zach Cunningham, Deion Jones, Marcus Peters, Fletcher Cox, Robert Quinn, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave? How about the entire that's, Eagles team, right? Well, that's that's one of the things. Like, up the middle with Javon Hargrave, Deron Payne. If either one of those Do not players, take Deron Payne from me. If Please either stay one of the, in Washington, Deron. And there's a, there's a strong likelihood that he gets the franchise tag. Even though they've committed a lot of resources to the defensive line, you, cannot, you, should, you should spread it around yeah, a little bit, absolutely. but whatever. He's a great player. If either one of those players are available, the Bears make a run for them. That is one way to address and get somebody in at the three technique, which is huge in the Matt Eberflus system. You want one of those guys. Orlando Brown plays the left side. Uh, it's my belief that Braxton Jones is yeah. going to be the left tackle of the future. Okay. Highly athletic. If you saw the way they used him, they a lot of teams have pulling guards. The Bears have a pulling tackle. Yes, they do. Because Braxton Jones is so good. And you know what? There's so Orlando a, Brown, a little bit too specific in terms of his desire to play, play on, on the, the right left. Side. So do you have an answer side. for your O-line on the right? Mike McGlinchey. Mike McGlinchey. Would be my guy. He's better as a run blocker than he is a pass blocker. And, of course, there was a play during the playoffs where I forget, I think it was Hassan Reddick that just tossed him aside. Like a hip check. Like Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. Just hip tossing somebody aside. <laughs> Kevin Nash throwing Rey Mysterio. Aside, I'm assuming these are wrestling references. They are. Yeah. I'll so look them up afterwards. It is, listen, Google it later. It's worth a Google. I would say this. Uh, McGlinchey is still somebody who can come in, play the right tackle position. They still have young talent there. I think Larry Borum can eventually develop. So perfect world. You've brought in McGlinchey. Um, make a choice in terms of your uh, in the middle of that defensive line. Who, who are you taking? Perfect world. You're signing who? Oh, I would take Deron Payne based on Deron his age. McGlinchey. And- yeah. Who else you got? You got anybody to throw to out there? You say that Justin Fields is a throwing quarterback? He Let's prove it. To whom? I like Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers, I, recently I, of uh, the New England Patriots. One of my friends who is a uh, a well-known former NFL wide receiver did not really necessarily agree with that too yeah, much. Yeah, didn't, didn't, um, didn't have the nicest things to say about Jacoby Myers. You know, it, doesn't, not as a person, of course, but simply as a player. As a he player. didn't rate him very highly as a wide receiver target. So I'm willing to be like, okay, period. so I'm not willing so to. So who else is out there? You like Bobby Trees? Uh, how about Nelson Aguilar? None of those. Are... Sterling Shepard? I mean, not DJ Shark? Anything? Okay. Anything? No. You're going draft. You're going, I'm gonna you're go gonna draft. to get somebody I think we're in the draft. I think we're going to eventually get somebody in the draft. Remember. Okay, you know, are Gar- you done with free agency with McGlinchey and Deron Payne? I don't believe that the team is going to be done. I think there's a lot what of. What about available. a linebacker? I mean, Levante David. I don't actually don't think that he make. I actually don't think he would fit. I will allow 
my staff, my scouting staff to give the recommendations because they need quality NFL players who can come in and fill depth spots. And there is probably going to be a thing where they make a lot of signings. None of them jump off the page yeah. to you. And I think what's important now is to build organizational depth. A lot of these signings for the Bears are not going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe they just signed J.J. Watt or something like that. It's not going to be name recognition, but they're going to build a lot of organizational depth. And through my plan that we're going to be talking about through the draft, you can also add additional pieces, younger pieces, because at some point, if Justin Fields does develop, Jalen Johnson is due for an extension. Darnell Mooney is due for an extension. David Montgomery might or might not return to the team. Is he going to get a big money deal? Is there going to be a run? Are they going to go after a running back? I didn't come here for questions. I came here for answers. So enough pretext, enough context. Let's write the text. What's your plan? Let's go. Start drafting. The draft. The number one pick has got to be moved. And to me, you look at three teams. So Raj steps up and he says, with the first pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the Chicago Bears have traded. Yep. That uh, with the Houston Texans yes. at two. So they move from one to two. The Texans go up and get their quarterback of the future. And truth be told, you don't care who it is. I don't care. Whether it's Stroud, whether it's uh, Bryce I, Young. I hope it's I hope it's a team. I hope it's a quarterback that the Colts don't want. Fair enough. So they take a quarterback that the Colts don't want. You now are sitting there at two. And having moved from one to two, you have picked up. You've picked up a third round pick for this season. I know a lot of Bears fans will look at this and be like, we need two and 12. And they're, no, 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 no. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not, not going to happen with their, so short a move. Their third this year, their third round pick this year, and then they will get a first round pick in 2024, which will be the Hughes, not, which will be Cleveland's pick. They have two first round picks next season, their own, which you would figure is going to be higher than the Browns, but you take the Browns first rounder in 2024, which actually could end up being very good. Very good. Okay. So you've got a third round pick from Houston. This year. This year. And next year's first round pick, which they acquired from the Browns. Yep. So you are now sitting at two. With the second pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the Chicago Bears have traded that pick again. Yep. To the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts yes. are now on the clock at two. You are sitting at four. So again, the Colts make that move probably because why? Because the Texans picked the quarterback that they didn't want. They're excited. Yep. They make a move. They get the guy they want. So now both C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young or maybe Will, Will Levis. Levis, maybe Anthony Richardson. No, Two no. of those guys are off the board. The third pick comes along and you're worried a little bit. Not even because, first of all, we would have picked up a second rounder for this year. So this essentially replaces the second round pick that you use for Chase Claypool. And they also have Baltimore's pick in the second round. So they would have two second rounds for this year and you would get a second and a third round round next season. So essentially what the Bears have done is moved from one to four. They've picked up a second and third this year, and then they've picked up a first, second, and third next year, so which is have, what you want. We so have, you've moved three spots from yeah. one to four. And, at this and you point, have picked up five draft picks in yeah. the process. And it's feasible. And it, like, we're not talking crazy. We're so not. I think the title of this chapter, can you say it with me? It's kind of obvious, right? What's You're that? loaded for bear. Loaded for right? bear. You are loading up on draft picks. 100%. A third rounder this year from Houston. A first rounder in 2024 from Houston, a pick that they got from the Browns. You fleece the Colts for a second rounder this year and a second and third rounder in 2024. Including their fourth overall pick. Including their fourth overall. And of course, let's not forget where you sit, the fourth overall pick. So with the fourth overall pick in the draft, 
Are you fielding phone calls from that team sitting at nine, or are you making your pick at four? I go back and forth with this. Yeah, talk to me. What, what's the what's the right play here? I like Will Anderson. Will Anderson's tape kind of plays from a couple of seasons He's ago. He's your choice if you pick at four. Pick at four. Or if you want to trade down, if you think that you can get Tyree Wilson. You think Tyree's going to fall all the way to nine? That's the problem. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to. So I think you're probably better off. I've thought about this, perhaps, because even if you miss out on Tyree Wilson and you wanted to go offensive line, you could probably take Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern, which a lot of people like. His, his, his length, as they say, not what they use. That's not the prototype of a uh, offensive lineman in the NFL. So let's say at number four, and you got Will Anderson. If you have Will Anderson and you have a two seconds, two thirds this season, and you also get a first, a second, and a third next year, you are, as you said, loaded for bear to go out there and move a number of different directions. Now, one of the things that I like that I would explore here is I would call the Cincinnati Bengals and say, what do you want for T. Higgins? Because last year, a lot of these wide receivers that were a year away from free agency. A.J. Brown, Tyree Kill. A couple of seasons ago, this happened with Stephon Diggs. What does Cincinnati want? Because Cincinnati's got to be looking at a situation where, well, number one, they got to pay Joe Burrow. Number two, they got to pay Jamar Chase. If the Bears want to use some of this capital to go after an established player like T. Higgins, I'm all for it. We'll talk to the McAfee family. We'll see if we can unretire number five, similar to the way that the uh, the Cardinals organization talked to the Goldberg family to allow T.J. Watt or J.J. Watt to wear number 99. We could do that. And then T. Higgins comes in and joins a room that includes... Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool. You still have Valus Jones Jr., Equinemius St. Brown. You've got the tight ends. Well, Cole Komet, but also there's free agent tight ends like Mike Kosicki, uh, Austin Hooper, players like that. And it happens to be the most tight end rich draft we have seen in years. I think DJ is going to call out 11 guys that he has given a first or second day grade to at the tight end position. So, with all of the draft picks that you've acquired right. in your scenario, you may be able to pick one up on day two. Tucker Craft is a player that you'll be hearing a lot about in the uh, in the coming weeks as somebody that you could target right there in the second round. Uh, it's tough. Anytime the Bears draft a tight end in the second round, it'll actually remind us of Adam Shaheen and not taking George Kittle. But you know what? Tucker Craft is somebody there. Or even if you didn't, if you didn't get the uh, wide receiver with the Colts pick, Marvin Mims out of Oklahoma is another guy that you could be looking at. Very interesting. So in summation, thank you for your role uh, as the Chicago Bears de facto for the day, general manager. Give Ryan a call. Uh, pass along your notes. I'm Please. sure he's, he's waiting for He's me. listening. Uh, of course he is. But in summation, guys, I think it's very interesting, the scenario that Adam has painted here. And yes, it's a little bit pie in the sky thinking, whatever the hell that means. I've never seen pie in the sky. But I think there is a lot of real practical truth to what you have painted here. I think we are very likely to see Ryan Poles and the Bears take this number one pick out for a ride if, like you, they are sold on Justin Fields, then do not be surprised to see some real dynamism right from the off on April 27th when the draft begins. In Adam Rank's world, he moves from one to two and then from two to four, possibly four to nine, but let's just assume that he stays at four. He has picked up a third rounder from Houston this year, a first rounder from Houston via the Browns in 2024, a second rounder from the Colts this year, and a second and third rounder from the Colts in 2024. And of course, there they sit at fourth, being able to pick up one of the two top defensive ranked players in this draft, either Jalen Carter, who many people think is 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 the, right. is the class of the well, outfit, could go number one overall. If the Cardinals pick Will Anderson, who they have been linked to, yeah. then you're sitting there at four in the cat 
catbird seat, and it's possible that you walk away with the best player in the 2023 draft. There's also... And you've got plenty of equity to work with. The Cardinals are also a team that could trade out of that spot. If Carolina wanted to move up from nine, or the Atlanta Falcons, or even the Tennessee Titans are a wild card team to keep an eye on. And by the way, I got to give a, a tip of the hat to Chad Reuter, who I've been working with on this. He's He he does a great job for NFL.com. Kind of mapped out a lot of this stuff too. I'm kind of borrowing some of his notes. I've changed the names a little bit, but trying to make sure that the trades are realistic. Because again, I, you spend any time on Twitter and you see like, yeah, this is the haul that I got. So I, we got two and 12. We got Houston's first and 20. We got their first. And, like That's not happening. There's yeah. not a player that's worth that. But I think that this is the most, this is a this is fair and this has been fact checked by somebody who's a Packers fan so you don't think that I'm being overly biased or one-sided Chad Reuter is balancing this out and actually came up with a lot of this too okay full disclosure Chad Reuter's notes Adam Rank's dream I want to thank today's very special guest Adam Rank for uh putting the hats of the Chicago Bears general manager on today and doing one hell of a job in the process thank you so much for your vision T Higgins T Higgins to the Bears. I like that. I, I like that it. phone call. Matt McGlinchey to the Bears. Kind of like that. Deron Payne to the Bears. I like it for you. I hate it for me, but I love it for you. I like your vision here, Adam Rank. Thank you. Good luck come the draft. We will certainly talk to you before then. Listener, please join us on Monday. First of all, have a great weekend. Be safe. Be good to you. Be good to your crew. But join us on Monday when we will bring the Walter Payton Man of the Year right to you, Dak Prescott. And we will, of course, continue our viewer's guide to the NFL Scouting Combine. Till then, Ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.